Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back ladies to Girl, Water Your Grass. We hope you all had a wonderful and blessed, beautiful Easter. It was a beautiful weekend in Kentucky. And we are so excited to be back here with you today. Welcome, ladies. We appreciate y'all so much. Just all the love, all the support. And we have something really exciting to share with you. We have officially launched a Girl Water Your Grass website. And what is it? It's just girlwateryourgrass.com. And there's a space for you to enter your email. When you do that, then you get to be a part of our community where you will be getting a monthly newsletter on ways to water your grass. It's going to be amazing. You will love it. (laughs) We're just having so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) We are. And if you're getting value out of this, if you're enjoying it, if you're getting value out of it, please share it with your friends, with your family like, subscribe. Then this is really how we spread the mission of helping to change culture for all of us to water our grass. And there is a way for you to connect with us on our website. And we'd love to hear from you, hear what you're liking, what you want to hear more of. If you have any specific guests you want us to try to bring on. um, (laughs) All the feedback. That's right. We want it all. We want to be able to respond to you and to give you what you want. So we're so Mm -hmm. grateful for all the support. And we want to continue to bring you all along on this journey of life with us. So today we're going to talk about a very important skill. And it's something a lot of people have sometimes struggle, I think, with decision-making, but all it is, is a skill. It's not that, oh, someone's a good decision-maker and someone's not, you're just born that way. (laughs) I mean, some people may be a little bit more decisive in their personality, but decision-making is actually a skill and anyone can learn it. And so we're going to go over three different things that we have found is very, very helpful as you learn the skill of decision-making. So let's just dive in. right in. And as Maria said, you know, we look at it and we think it's so difficult, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. So we want you to skill up, level up and, and learn that you can operate from a place of freedom and not make decisions from a place of fear, which is oftentimes where we're operating from. And you know, the other part with that too, I think sometimes we're, we're afraid to make a decision because we think, oh my gosh, this is like every decision becomes like kind of life or death, or we're afraid to make a mistake. And I think that fear of making a mistake prevents us from making decisions. But what we need to understand is every indecision is a decision. <laughs> yeah. Decisions all day. Even when we're like, Oh, I just can't decide in that indecision, you are making a decision. Right. And so recognizing very few decisions are fatal in our life. 
And, and we have, God has no trouble redirecting us when we do take action. So we're going to talk about that. Um, so let's talk about the doors. First of all, Father Mike Schmitz has this great analogy when you're making a decision and I think it's brilliant. So let's talk about the, let's talk about the doors. doors. Number one, number one, he asks, is it a good door or is it morally neutral? So is this something that I even should be doing? So, you know, if the option is, oh, let's, the door is there for us to take drugs. Like that's not a good and more neutrally, morally neutral door. We obviously don't want to go through that door, but the first thing to really consider, is it a good door or at least is it neutral? Yeah. Second question with the door analogy is, is it an open door? You know, sometimes we're saying, okay, well, I'm trying to make this decision. Should I go to Harvard or should I go to, uh, I don't know, I don't know, any North other Carolina, right, North Carolina. Okay. And we have, but we haven't even put our application in either place. And we probably, maybe we know we wouldn't even get accepted into Harvard, right? Well, that door may not be open or maybe maybe someone's trying to decide, well, should I ask out Jane or should I ask out Mary and Jane's dating someone? That is not an open door. Right. <laughs> you know? and, so, and so recognizing is the, is it a legit potential for a door? Cause sometimes we kind of plague ourselves and, and ruminate, but I don't know this or that when one of them is not even an option. So is it? An and that's so good. And remembering there, like we don't open doors that are other people's decisions. So yeah. is that door open for me? Mm. Um, and then the third question is, do I want to go through that door mm. and freely choosing, we were just alluding to on the front, making those decisions out of freedom yeah. and not out of what if I don't get this or what if I don't do that? Not out of what if thing, but do I want to go through that door or is that something someone else has desired for me mm-hmm. and really digging into what makes my heart sing? Is this the desire of my heart and, and going to the root Or is it something my mom and dad want me to do? Something my spouse wants me to do? Something that there's an ulterior motive there. Maybe I'm going to, do I really want to go out on this Friday night or am I just trying to run into a guy I want to see, right? So So do I really want to go through that door? Yeah. So let's recap those. The the questions are, is it a good door or morally neutral? Mm -hmm. Is it an open door? And do I want to even go through that door? Love it. So good. Our next thing, and this is something that I came up with um, a couple of years ago for a talk that I was giving with, with his own, our, um, my band women's ministry. And again, because a lot of times you hear people talk a lot about discernment and decision making. Um, and I think no, having, having systems in place, like the door analogy and this next one that we're going to walk you through is just really helpful. So this is, uh, the word is Pat P A A T. And each of those stand for something. So the P is when you have a big decision to make, pray, right? Take it to the Lord. He wants good for you. So take time out to pray and ask him, you know, Lord, what do you want for this? Okay. So that is so important. Number two, the A, mm-hmm. the, the, the first A is to ask. So we really just need to ask him Ask someone that you really trust. We want to tell you to always seek wise counsel. It's not just, you know, you have to figure out everything out on your own. We want you to ask someone that you really trust and that imparts wisdom in your life, but not to ask 500 people. A lot of times we go ask everyone we know, and we're going to get 500 different answers. And that's actually more uh, less helpful. Yeah. It becomes more stressful, less helpful, Mm -hmm. and it gives us 
even more things to go down rabbit holes about. So ask someone that you really trust that imparts wisdom in your life Mm -hmm. and take in what they have to say, but they don't have the answer either. It's just something for you to consider um, and may bring a different approach that you may not have thought about. Mm. All right. So the third, the second A. Yes. The second A is take action. So action, Mm -hmm. action, action. And why action? Because action actually breeds clarity. When we take a step into something and something we love to say in the women's school is that even God can't, can't move a parked car. Right. And I mean, obviously he's God, he can do whatever he wants. Right. But when we take action, God has no trouble opening and closing doors. I don't know about you guys, but I, anytime I've stepped into something, there have always been doors that either open or close and I'm, I'm able to move in a direction. Right. But if we don't take action, um, nothing, nothing happens. And, you know, I've really witnessed that, um, in your life. Yes. Maria, I've seen you knowing you've had a little restless in your heart that it's, it's been time for you to move a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've thought that that's where you're supposed to go, but as you've sprung into action and taken steps towards where you, you think you're supposed to go, it's, it's just been really beautiful to witness. Like mm-hmm. true, like God has told you, like, <laughs> it's time for you to move into this next chapter. I have work right. for you here to do, but you've questioned it. But whenever you have stepped into action, you've had mm-hmm. so much clarity and it's so, so true. We figure it out, right? Yeah. Clarity does come with action. And I think that is an underestimated part of decision-making because I don't know about about you guys, but a lot of times we can go into um, kind of a a paralyzed position where we don't move. And so learning to just step into something, Um, Mel Robbins, who she's, she's an entrepreneur and speaker, author, all the things she talks about this idea of this kind of five second role of when you're, you're going to step into something you have basically about a a five second window where your brain, where you can kind of disrupt the, um, the normal habits of of the rhythm that your brain's in. So we typically are used to staying in a regular groove with our life. We act typically out of our habits, out of the stuff we're used to doing. And so a little trick she likes to use, that's actually very helpful for disrupting kind of the normal everyday why I just do what I've always done is when you decide, okay, I'm going to take action, right? Five, four, three, two, one, move, whether it is send that email, you know, make that phone call, sign that application, whatever it is, but step into that. Uh, Because again, a lot of times we can, we can get paralyzed when we have some big decisions to make, but if you do a countdown and step into that, it is powerful because, you know, just because you say, yes, I'm stepping into that, you know, all those doors may close and maybe that's not the right direction, but you'll know. And that leads us to the T, right? Mm -hmm. To trust. Mm -hmm. And it really becomes um, when when we trust and know that it's going to, it's all going to be okay. God's plan is bigger than our own. Then we, we can have that peace knowing that we're going to have clarity either way. We're moving in the direction. And if we get rerouted, that's okay. Mm-hmm. So we just have that trust and step into the yeah. fact that we know we're taking action. Mm-hmm. We're making a decision. It doesn't mean it's forever. We don't have to, every decision we make doesn't mean that's for the rest of our lives, you know? Right. right. Um, You're up to so don't make it mean something that it doesn't, you know, if I chose um, fruit loops this week and it wasn't a good decision for my children's sugar intake, <laughs> that's okay. I can uh, choose the non-cereal aisle and the, the fresh fruit next week. Right. Yeah. So just really, trusting that God's dreams over us really are so much bigger than our own and that 
you do have the capacity within yourself to make good decisions. Yes. And the third thing, and this is just a helpful, you know, this, this might be your starting space even is writing down pros and cons you know, what are the pluses of this move and what are the cons of this move? Or what is the, you know, the, this action step that I'm thinking about taking or doing? And when you write those down, it'll help to, just putting stuff on paper can be very helpful to see where I am with that. Um, and then you can decide, you know, from there. I, I know that for me personally, when I was living in Nashville, and I was really contemplating this move and I felt initially just a lot of confusion and I wasn't sure what I was supposed to do. And so I, I was talking with one of my brothers and he's like, have you written down your pros and cons yet? And I was like, actually, I haven't done that yet. Good point. And, and he reminded me that Maria, even if you decide to move and you move there for the next year, you know, or the next six months, you don't, you know, just cause you move, you don't have to stay there just cause you step into, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that we, we have, a, can have a tendency to make it mean more and be bigger than it is. And so I did. So I wrote down those pros and cons. I kind of took myself through, the decisions, the, the doors. Um, and then also through that process of, of Pat, I, you know, I really prayed and asked those, a couple of people that I trusted and, and then took action. And so, um, so that was, you know, for me personally, a really big thing that helped me to make that decision. And then what's been beautiful is now looking back, I can totally see the fingerprints of the father in every part of that. Right. And so it's, it's really powerful when, when you do those things and step into it. God has no trouble opening and closing doors. And I cannot stress that enough. And even I know, MK, you have a really cool story with that, even with selling your business. Oh, yeah, it was. It's really true. Um, for those listeners that don't know, I own my own monogramming retail business and gift shop for years um, after working in corporate America for a decade, in fact, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it, enjoyed it. I, I'm more than enjoying the business. I liked the business side of it, but I just enjoyed the ladies and mm. um, the customers and just really pouring into them. And when I took the Art of Being a Woman Masterclass through the Women's School that Maria brought to me, um, it just changed my life so much mm. that I wanted to, I felt like I was being called to step into that and move from the career of owning my own um, retail business into yeah. a calling. And so I really, you know, I thought, you know, I think I want to sell the business. I don't even know how to do that, how to go about that. Um, but let's just write down the pros and the cons. And as I did that and waited out, it was very clear to me mm. that even though the pros may not have outweighed the cons, it was that unspoken, what makes your heart sing yeah. that unspoken pull, if you will, that could only come from the, from God, the greater power that really drew me into that. And, and it just became so clear as I waited out, but it was taking the action and stepping into it. The clarity only comes with action. And then trusting that, trusting that Holy spirit feeling mm -hmm. that has led me to where I am today. And I, I loved it. I actually, it worked out so beautifully. I sold the business to a dear friend who is awesome and she's, it's been really great for her family, I think, and hope and pray. And it's, um, I was able to hand the customers that I had known to grow and love over the years to a, a beautiful woman. And so it really has just been such a beautiful thing on all accounts, but has moved me into this place of launching. Um, I feel like my life's purpose has come, is coming full circle. So hmm. really that's, it's all about that one decision, the decision to step into what I felt like was something bigger than me and then taking action to do that.
And, you know, it's something you said there that, that stuck to me too, is even though the pros and cons might have been kind of even, even, right? You stepped into something where I remember you saying that you had had, you had this like deep sense of peace about that, right? And I think sometimes we underestimate the importance of of that peace, um, you know, God works in peace, right? There is a way that he speaks into our hearts about certain things. And, and I know for my life, and again, he, you know, he does speak to everyone differently. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, every decision, um, especially with big decisions that I've made, there has always been this deep settling sense of peace. And it doesn't mean that's not been uncomfortable because a lot of them have been very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and, and, very challenging. That's where the trust comes in, right? Right. And some of them even painful decisions. Some of them have been very painful decisions, but listening to that gut piece, which goes back to also, you know, going into having a a good, deep relationship with the Lord to also know that sense of, okay, yeah, this is super uncomfortable, but I I know that piece. I, I know my father's voice and that's really helpful. Super helpful. And I think one other thing to remember is a lot of times we say how, Mm-hmm. That was something that kept coming up for me. It's like, how, how am I going to sell a retail business? It was literally like the first week that COVID hit in a pandemic where everything shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how am I going to do this? And the how often paralyzes us. Yeah, It paralyzes us from mm-hmm. taking the first step. Yeah. And so you just pray, surrender, make a decision and step into it. And then that clarity comes. And, you know, for me, it was just such a blessing. It was, I think I decided on a Monday and by Thursday we had connected and it was, it was a done deal. So it was just, um, ordained by the Lord, I would say, but, um, just, but if I hadn't have stepped out and made the decision and taken the action, mm-hmm. I would probably still be monogramming away and, and enjoying it, but not having that freedom and that deeper purpose that I have found with where the Lord has led me. And, yeah. it, and it could only be him. Right. Yeah. And that's, what's amazing. As you guys, I know you hear us say this every week that God's dreams are bigger than your own, um, than our own, you know, but, but they really, really are. And when you dive into that relationship with the Lord and you start to listen and you look at your, the desires that he placed on your heart and you step into those, it is incredible the ride that you go on. It's incredible. The journey It's incredible, especially when you look back and you can see his fingerprints over it. Um, it it's, it's amazing. It really is. And, and just to, uh, further that Maria, I know we, the song that we have that opens up our podcast, mm-hmm. a lot of you all have asked me about it and Maria and her bandmates from his own wrote that song. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, making me new God's dreams over us really are so much bigger than our own. And that's really been the story of our friendship and our life. And, um, can you tell us Maria kind of the story behind that song? Yeah. So it, it, it is such a funny story. We, um, Christine Simpson, well, Christine Simpson, Wessa <laughs> and Kara, I started saying Kara Klein, who, uh, she's married as well now. And, um, the three of us, we were living in Nashville together and we had started this women in this band and women's ministry. And, and at the time we weren't even sure, you know, is this going to go anywhere? Is there a need for this? Uh, the whole thing was, was, was kind of crazy at <laughs> the time. And we, we'd gone on this retreat together and, and on the retreat, one of the speakers said, God's dreams over you are so much bigger than your own. And he paused wow. and then he said it again. And he said, God's dreams over you are so much bigger than your own. Wow. You could have heard, like you could have heard a pin drop. 
And when we got out of the, out of the retreat, it was a silent retreat, which you can imagine was fun with so many girls. Um, when we got out of there, we're driving home and, uh, and I was like, you guys, and we're talking about what stood out to us. I was like, you guys, did you hear when father said that about God's dreams? We've got to write a song about that. And, um, and that's, you know, we did, because in a lot of ways, that's been the story of our lives, you know, is that a lot of times we, we think so small for our lives, you guys, you know, we think, uh, we think so, so small and, and we have a father who is expansive and is abundant, has beautiful, huge, amazing things for us. And a lot of times we, we kind of poo-poo on it before we mm-hmm. even give it a chance, you know, or, or other people poo-poo on it and we take what they say as truth. Right. And so I just encourage you, whoever you are listening to this today, to step into belief that God's dreams over you are bigger than your own, that he wants amazing things for you, that even if you've had a really painful time up until now, right. And, and there's, you know, there's been a lot of painful moments. I think MK and I can both speak to some really, really tough seasons in our lives. And at the same time, coming out of those, looking back and saying, wow, not that I'd want to do it again but I am so grateful because that was actually really necessary to now catapult me into what, you know, I'm, I'm doing now that is making a difference in the world. Right. So true. It's oftentimes through that fire that we're refined. Mm-hmm. It and, really um, you know, we, we just encourage you. I would encourage you. If I, I guess came across that song uh, years ago and just a really pivotal time for me. And I would just listen to that song while I'd be out running. I swear all the neighbors think I would be crazy because I'd be crying and running and listening to Maria's song, but um, check it out. It's called making me new by his own. And they're, they are just a gift more. There are beautiful singers, but beautiful people inside and out. And so we just hope that this has been fruitful for you today. Talking about all the things on decision-making the doors. Is it a good door? Is it open? And do I want to go there? Yep. And the acronym of Pat's pray, ask advice, take action, and then trust. Don't be afraid of failure. Step into it. And then weighing your pros and cons and not making anything that doesn't work out mean anything about you because we never fail if we're taking action. It's always a learning opportunity and a step in the the next direction. So we do want to update you that we have a monthly newsletter now. So go to our website, (laughs) girlwateryourgrass.com and subscribe for our free Mm -hmm. monthly newsletter. And we want to hear from you. So like, subscribe, download, and share. We just want this to touch whoever's lives the Lord wants it to touch. To touch. Yeah. And you guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with others. You know, this is the liking, subscribing, reviewing, sharing it. That's how we get this, this out. You know, and our hope and prayer is that this somehow blesses you, that it blesses your life, that it blesses those around you, that it really causes ripple effects. Of, of goodness and beauty and truth and love um, into every part of who you are and every part of your life. So please, you know, share, like, review, subscribe, download. All the things. <laughs> All the things. And just know until next week, we hope that you are diving into your dreams and really surrendering your, your life because his dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. Your dreams.